show. What's happening? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? Yes, sir. I'm so mad. Bruh, between wow. those... Oh, your uh, fantasy? Hot, bro. Pissed off. Uh, Marquise Brown had 30 points on, on my bench. John Brown, 25 points on my bench. Josh Gordon, 16 points on my bench. Like, come on, G. Who actually did well? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I had Travis Kelsey. He didn't really do that well. Marvin Jones didn't do that well. I'm taking... I'm trading these niggas, bro. Y'all should just DM these players. Nah, I, and what the fuck is wrong with you, man? And see, that's why I never wanted to. <laughs> that's why I never wanted to do uh, fantasy in the first place because yeah. people always like attach themselves way too. It's personally. dehumanizing, right? Yeah, and like, and I know some of these guys. You know what I mean? So I don't want to. You know, because hey, nah, we we had uh, Cliff Aver on our show. Yeah, we talked about that. Did you? He's like, man, that's the problem. I have a fantasy. I'm sure. Yeah, a lot of these guys do. <laughs> and yeah. the Irm's like. Yeah, man, people just talking about, like, someone gets hurt. It's like, oh, can't start on my fantasy. I was looking at her. I'm like, nigga, you play fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Came from a real place. That's what I'm you're saying. Part of the, you're part of the problem. You're part, of, you're part uh, of the problem. Yeah, no. no, but him saying that, I was like, okay, he really means this shit, you know? Like, yeah. And he just, you know. That's hella funny. So you're part of the problem, G. You just contributed. Yeah. Well, now I am too, I guess. But I think in that moment, I was like. It kind of had a, he had like a, a, a aha know? moment. Yeah, I was like, ah. You just Maybe realize I shouldn't do that no more. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Clint, that's why I don't fuck with the NFL either, bro. He's like, I ain't say all that. Yeah. Did I lose my lot? Did I lose both in both my leagues? Oh, I got. No, I won in my other league. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won in my other league. But the other league, I lost by like eight points or something. So we did cool. We did all right. Um, yeah, did anybody got anybody playing this week? Are you guys, are you in fantasy this year? Bro, one of my teams went off. I don't, wait, went you still got any plans this weekend? No, I so said, do you have anybody? Uh, are you do? Are you doing? I'm not, I'm not doing fantasy. No, no, I retired uh, two years ago. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I retired. I hung him did up. You, wait, I'm not, I, did I, you, I logged off. Wait, wait. I logged off. Did humbly. you? Uh, did you win a championship? <laughs> no. You just retired. I I just ringless. I, called, I did like a Barry Sanders. Like I'm out. Nah, <laughs> you wasn't Barry Sanders. All right, we're <laughs> no I way, did like bro. a man, shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when people say shit oh like I retired God. from, that's why I had to ask, did you win a championship or something? Man, like, I didn't what win happened? shit, bro. You said it like you smoked all your leagues. Man, you I did like, that. okay, matter of fact, let's do a hip hop reference. I was like, shine, you know? Like, I, you know, I had. That's different I had, too. I had a little yeah, buzz, then no, I yeah, did. No, no, nah, shine. Different too. Come on, man. <laughs> shine had one hit. I had a hit. My first season was a hit. Fam. My first Mark season. So, what about your second season? My second season was like, oh shit, this nigga's in trouble. So, you didn't retire, you just realized it wasn't for you. I'm following Shine's career. I'm Shine, the rapper. So you're Eric Crouch. I don't know how you thought about that, bro. Because he know it was a quick, you know, in and out. That's what I was. Nah, fam. That's not the same. That's not the same shit at all. You're right. Just say you stopped playing. I stopped playing. I'm not trying to. That's what I tried. That's what I tried to lead with. I tried to lead with that, and then and then and then y'all just kept you know questioning. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to put you in the light. But the way you said it was, I would fuck up if this is a deposition right now. And to say that you walked out gracefully, like I thought you had won some shit. Like I thought you had hardware. Oh, yeah. nah, nah, nah. I think, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just left. It just left. <laughs> I just left. I just didn't sign back up. That's yeah. <laughs> like, oh. nobody noticed when I when I dipped out of the league. They were just like, <laughs> I didn't get no text messages the next year. Like, yo, you about to play this year? No, nobody like, even asked. Nobody cared, bro. It was like, oh, Beano's not coming back? Nah. Oh, okay. No, this dude's trash. There was, <laughs> was a whole separate text thread that you yeah. wasn't a part of. I think, okay, so, like, when you guys asked me this question, I was telling you how I felt. My departure was. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I don't think I don't think they noticed, but I did. You know, because I, I thought I was dope. Okay. You know? What was your What was your record the next year? Uh, first year you said you got first year I started off eight and zero. I think I ended like 
uh, shit, 12 and 4? But that- you went to the championship, though. I went to the championship first okay. year. Second year. That's a great first year. Yeah, second year was just like, you know, it was like that, oh, shit, okay, we figured him out. They figured me out. They, they figured out I wasn't trying. I was just kind of coasting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you just figured out it wasn't for you. <laughs> I was going to say, there's not too much strategy against someone that you can have in fantasy. You know, That's what I'm saying. It's not Madden. I, but I, you know, this is how I have myself up. I like to think that I know what I'm doing <laughs> okay. in fantasy. I'm sure y'all do too, right? Oh, we know. Uh, I know what I'm doing. Okay. How many, how many, how many championships you got? Uh, I got like two. How many years have you played? Don't do that. Yeah. No, see, that's yeah. fast. Yeah. Yeah, see? What you mean? They do that shit to LeBron? <laughs> but he's the greatest of all time. He's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, no. But the ring conversation, you know. But he has rings, though. I got two. I got none. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a fun show. <laughs> you know, I'm just... I should have just said my, 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 you know... Dog, my phone broke. I just couldn't do it. I could have come up here's, with Here's the thing about the yeah, way you phrased it, is when you said they figured me out. Like, you're yeah. competing head to head to head. They were not... That's not how fantasy works. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you play a certain way. I do. Your whole success is pent off of other people's success. I like to <laughs> think I have control. I, I like to think I have control. <laughs> it's really a domino effect. Yeah. Like when somebody does well, you feel like you did that, right? A little bit? No. Because no. you picked them. You know, you're like, no, I, I made the right so, decision. But what, okay, so what happens when you lose, though? You made that decision, too. So you got to hold that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, man, look. This <laughs> did you draft? <laughs> You auto drafted. Second, right? second year I drafted. <laughs> First year I auto drafted. So maybe I should have uh, auto drafted yeah. a second you year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, let, let's intro this shit, man. I'm. <laughs> this is. Um, I don't know what episode this is. This is the re show. Everybody, welcome back. We are episode. Oh, 46. This is episode 46. 46. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm fucking hyped. Um, yeah. Congrats. It's dope. Thank you very much. Um, I have my guys here with me. Gentlemen, please introduce yourselves, what you do. Because um, I'm sure people are anxious to know who you yes, are. Yes, yes. Uh, I go by Rubino, um, co-host of the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. And I'm Erm, a.k.a. Uh, DJ Erm. Yep. And uh, I'm a co- uh, co-host of the Up and Up podcast, too. And I and I don't play fantasy football. Anymore. He's retired. Yeah. You said, what What do we do? I'll tell you what I don't do. I don't play fantasy football <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> and you guys I love a great podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Erm, you're still playing. Yes, you're yes, still yes, active. Sure. Yeah. Two rings in, he's doing his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He plays, I don't. I, I understand why. I cheer. Okay. Yeah. We told, we had a <laughs> we were get into some NFL shit. Um, I do want to uh, recap uh, this week. I, I do want to say some some things that I feel are really pertinent. Yeah. Um, yesterday, uh, Sunday, September eighth mm. was the first um, combined party from the gentlemen at uh, Watermelon Sundays and their team and the Lemonade parties mm. in, uh, in Seattle. Um, yeah. Of course, everybody knows that Watermelon Sundays takes place in Tacoma. Yes, sir. They only do a couple parties a year. Again, it was a bit. It was going to be a huge day yesterday for the culture of Seattle and Tacoma. Yeah, um, it, it was. They sold out. I think they sold the two hundred tickets that they had at the door within the first hour. It was poised to be an amazing party. Um, having frequented both of these parties and both of these cities over mm-hmm. the past couple mm-hmm. years, I was extremely excited for Daz and his team, uh, Biba and Parker and the Posse Life team and all yeah. those guys. Um, so I was I was really hyped to see the melding of these two parties come together. Um, Unfortunately, some idiots came past. Uh, from my understanding, somebody outside the party shot into the air and, and rolled off. Um, and so it, it didn't affect anything that happened inside the party. Nobody got hurt. Everybody was safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, didn't ha- I was actually inside the party at the time mm-hmm. that it happened. Um, again, was extremely excited to see what this could have been. This was at Bar CU, Dad? Yeah. Okay. Um, down in Georgetown. Georgetown? Yeah. Uh, it happened around 6 p.m. last night. <clears throat> and again, I was, I was super disappointed. 
Um, and, and I was even more disappointed about the dialogue that took place afterwards. I want to go on a ledge and say that it had nothing to do with the people from um, from Watermelon Sunday. I, I kept hearing that they bring out the wrong type of crowd. I've been to several different Watermelon Sunday mm-hmm. parties. Yeah. That's not the type of crowd that they invite. Yeah. Um, they don't promote or incite any type of violence. So I hate the rhetoric that it was the Tacoma niggas out here acting yeah, a certain yeah, way. I don't want to yeah, hear that because yeah, yeah. Seattle clubs have been getting shot up for a long time. Yeah, exactly. We, we've lost a ton of different clubs and opportunities for a ton of promoters that I know yeah. based off of the violence that you know we've had within our own city. So yeah. I don't want to put it off on Tacoma, say that they... I love Tacoma. And that, I, love, I think that's, that's just a lazy <clears throat> way to address this very situation. lazy yeah, rhetoric. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and in the day and age that we live in, I, I feel like it's just extremely respons- irresponsible of people to just continue to put that off on them because I've been to several clubs and parties in Tacoma that haven't got shot up. Yeah. Parties that I have been to that got shot up were in Seattle. Exactly. So I'm gonna go ahead and take go on a whim and say there's probably somebody from Seattle. I'm not blaming anyone. Yeah. But I feel like as a culture, we need to do better. No, I, mean, I agree. I if, agree. If, if you're listening to this right now, you have to do a little bit of soul searching because I, I think we're quick to place the blame on someone else when we're not quick to take responsibility for. And even if it wasn't you specifically, maybe you knew somebody, or maybe you knew the person that it was, or maybe you are affiliated with somehow some way you have to, we have to start looking internally mm-hmm. um, you know at the actions of our own culture mm. and, and not only me say culture meaning a particular color because yeah. mm-hmm. I, I knew some white folks that was pretty upset about the whole shit that have been involved in this culture in the club and yeah. the nightlife you know uh, here in Seattle um, I think it's time that we take a, a deeper look and I think we take some responsibility for it. I think we start to uh, talk to ourselves a little bit differently yeah. talk to our friends and family a little bit differently if you know somebody that's prone to violence or somebody who has um you know, attitude or anger issues, things like that. Yeah. You don't encourage them to go out. You don't put that bottle in their hand. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, just kind of shrug things off. You don't just sweep things under the rug. Yeah. That's not how things are going to get fixed. We need to start addressing some of the issues that we have within our culture. Um, we start addressing some of the behaviors of people when when they display that behavior. Yeah. Um, and people need to start checking themselves. Yeah. yeah. I saw a lot of people after the party, um, after it was shut down, they, you know, kicked all of us out and it was like, you know, everything's done. Yeah. I seen some people outside trying to fight after that. Mm. For, for fucking what It doesn't yeah. make any sense And my exactly. personal opinion Doesn't make any sense Right And a lot of my guys I seen this one particular dude Get ready to fight him I told my homeboy Get your boy Cause I've seen him Shoot up a club I know what he's capable of mm-hmm. Get your guy He just kind of laughed it off He was like Oh man you know He's just tripping mm-hmm. That nigga just tripping Could cost somebody their life yeah. So you know what I'm saying It's already affected a business Yeah and now somebody else could be hurt, you know what I'm saying, with what could happen after that. Yeah. So we need to do a much better job of policing ourselves before yeah. the actual police come and you know what kind of situation it's, it's that's going to be. It's tough, bro. It's tough because, like, that's part of the reason why a lot of people don't want to go out yeah. to certain events. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, me, myself, like, I'm just busy as hell, so I don't, I don't have time to go out as much. Right. But that is a question that comes up in my head when mm-hmm. I'm about to go out. Yeah, yeah. Where are we going? Okay, what venue? Right. Okay, who's throwing? Like... It's like you have to ask these questions, you know? This ain't, mm-hmm. this ain't like one of those cities where everything is just centered around nightlife. Right. When something happens here, everybody knows about it, right? Yeah. And you're going to bring out every single crowd, right? Because right. yeah. it's, 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 there's not as many options. And it's such a, mix, and it's such a mixed yeah. crowd yeah. to where you don't know what you're going to get, but I've never had that fear at a day party here. Mm-hmm. It's a day party. Yeah, no one yeah. should go to an event being <clears throat> fearful, you know what I mean? Right. It's like there's certain spaces where... You know, you just would never expect certain things like that to happen. Right. You know? You, this is part of the reason why we started doing the game nights at my house every Saturday. I see Because. That. I need to come through. I don't, we've been throwing parties at my house for years. Yeah. I never had so much as a fight at my, well, we had some women fight, but that was a different thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we never had anybody come shoot up the party. We never had no yeah. men fight, you know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. like no type of, 
no type of a uh, uh, drag down, drag out brawl, no shot, yeah, nothing yeah. like that. We yeah. haven't even had blows exchanged, mm-hmm. you know. So um, that was part of the reason, though, because I don't want to go out and have my friends go out and fear getting shot or, you know, yeah. have some type of whatever drama take place. Mm-hmm. Come to the house, fam. Take your shoes off. We're playing Uno. We're playing dominoes. We're Chill. kicking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bring some drinks if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> stop. Just take responsibility for your people sometimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of times we don't want to take responsibility for our friends, but like, yo, like we're the last line of defense that they, that they have yeah. against mm-hmm. society. You know That's what I mean? Right, like, exactly. if you know that your friend That's is right. a terror or you know your friend can be a menace, yeah. don't just laugh that shit off. Like, yeah. stop that person from doing the retarded, ridiculous shit they're doing because what they're doing is they're damaging opportunities for other people. Man, they're possibly bro. harming some yeah. other people. You know, I think, but I, I don't know if you guys agree but like I feel like the ones who may have the most access to these motherfuckers who are just doing wild shit mm-hmm. are the people who are least likely uh, or the ones you would uh, least want to be speaking to them you know what I mean like gotcha. it's like the ones who have the most you know um, the most uh, just you know good sense and good common mm-hmm. sense about them and, and are moving in a certain way that's positive are t- tend to be in different places, right? And because the they separated themselves, exactly, right? Yeah. And it's not it's not intentional. It's just <clears> like, <throat> yo, I'm trying to elevate and progress, and in doing so, I'm I'm somewhat going to be distant from these these younger kids coming up. Right. You know what I mean? And the ones that they're around are probably the ones who you know ain't got shit going on. We deal with a, a lot of yes men within our society. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think that we deal with enablers is. We surround ourselves with people who enable our, the behaviors that we have, be it good or, or bad, right? Positive or negative. Yeah, I agree. Um, you guys roll together because you guys have similar um, similar interests, right? And yeah. if you have a good idea, it's going to encourage that whatever that good idea is. Yeah. You have a good idea, vice versa, right? Yeah. Um, but if you guys were into some negative shit, one of you guys is going to separate. Hey, yeah. I see you're going down a dark path and I can't be a part of that. Yeah. I'm about to go over here. What then happens is because um, human nature is to be paired off, right, or mm-hmm. to just have some type of company, you're going to go find somebody who enables that behavior. Mm-hmm. I want someone to tell exactly. me that what I'm doing isn't wrong and mm-hmm. they're going to encourage the stupid shit that I'm doing. Yeah. It feels good to be encouraged, period. Yeah. So then we find somebody who pushes that forward. Mm. And that's just how things are starting to happen. So we just have to, I mean, I know it's an uphill battle. We get tired of talking to our friends who do negative shit. Yeah. You get tired. You feel like you're wasting your breath, right? But yeah. it's a it's a battle we just need to Yeah, yeah I, I, we think, take I think we definitely got to because, <clears throat> like you said, uh, it started off with uh, gunshots in the air, right? Yeah. And then if that never happened, those fights would have probably never happened either. Right. That happened after, you know, so, right, right. so it's kind of contagious, kind of like you set the tone. Absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, you put that vi- bad vibe in the air. You Energy's know? contagious. Exactly. Yeah. So it brings like, it out of everybody. Yeah, I of think course. like the, we just got to, it's, it's almost like cutting the head off the snake, you know? Right. You just stop all that and then everything's going to go good. Yeah, and, because then somebody won't feel empowered to do the yeah, stupid shit that they're exactly. doing. Exactly. Right? Like, it could be people just mad that the party's shut down. Right. That just want to fight. Yeah. After that, you know, they're just like, man, why did I get shut down? Da, 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 da. And then they go outside, do, do, you know, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like. I heard it once, uh, a mentor of mine told me, he was like, you know, if everybody in the party is wearing a suit, you know, like, and you know that that's a dress code, like, either you're going to wear a suit or you're just not going to go to the party. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's kind of like the same thing. You know what I mean? You know everybody's going to be in the yeah. pews. And it sucks, mm-hmm. though, because it's like, why? Why can't we just come as we are, but just behave? Like, you know, like, just, you know what I mean? Like, why mm-hmm. do I have to dress up in a certain way to create a sense of, um, Maturity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why? Why can't you just <clears throat> be mature as you are? It's, it's, well, I think that um, I, I think I don't know. Well, we, we, that goes into a conversation about standards, right? When you talk about standards, like you know, uh, for behavior, for um, appearance, and, and all yeah, that type yeah, of stuff, right? Yeah. You look nice. You're not gonna want to act stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if I can just show up to the party in sweats and 
some J's and just sag and you know all that type of shit. Like yeah. the the way that our culture promotes that image is yeah. is an image of negativity. Yeah. So then all those different actions are okay because you're dressed this way. Yeah. But you know if you see somebody in a suit, yeah. That person gets more respect, and you're not going to expect yeah. anything negative out of that yeah. person. You're like, oh, they're going to be on their shit. Exactly. Don't bother that man. He's in a suit. Yeah. Like, leave him alone. Yeah, I think you know I, what I, mean? I think I like how you um, started off the topic in terms of just making sure that those who actually were throwing the event and providing the environment for people to come and feel welcome and have a good time and just put more positivity out there should be supported yeah, after situations like this, yeah. right? Don't turn your back on them. Don't. Don't don't blame them. Don't point the finger yeah. at them. Why would someone go and ruin their own party that they invested in? Exactly. What, like, don't blame that person, man. Like, you know what I mean. Support that person. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, uh, defend that person like you are. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what it's about. Because if you want to, because when people ruin shit and they notice that no one's sticking up for that. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, nobody even cared. I'm yeah. gonna ruin the next one. No, nah, I felt. Yeah. The, I, I mean? felt. You don't feel yeah. bad. You don't feel no guilt. You don't feel like you actually ruined something, right? Yeah. You know, like what I mean? B was my homeboy. Daz is my homeboy. Mm-hmm. So coming in here today, I felt like I had the responsibility, and I talked to both of them after the shit too. And I was yeah. like, somebody has to say something. Like, um, you yeah. know, if I have a platform, I have a voice. Yeah. I got to make sure that people know that that's not their shit. I've been in Tacoma for several events. Mm-hmm. I partnered with ETC Tacoma. Yeah, shout which, out to ETC. Yeah, 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 out, yeah those yeah. are the bros. And I'm, Daz is part of that group. I'm saying so. He's doing Watermelon Sunday. He deserves that respect and support because yeah, he's yeah. Ne- his track record of doing events that haven't been shut down due to violence or whatever is impeccable. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. the first time I've ever heard anything like that. Yeah. And I've known these guys since even before they had a storefront. So, yeah, like somebody needs to say that about these guys. Somebody needs to go to bat for them. Yeah. You know Man, I mean? look, bro, if, if someone, <clears throat> you know, if someone wants to call a bomb threat to the South Center Mall, mm-hmm. you going to stop going to the South Center Mall? Absolutely no. Not. It's just isolated incidents. A yeah. person who... Who is trying to ruin something that's established? You mm-hmm. know what I mean. And so um, there's just there's yeah. just too many times within our community where we look to place the blame on a particular yeah, bro, individual. I don't like that because people work hard to establish themselves, yeah. bro. Like people really work hard and put a lot of work in. I'm, I don't even know uh, Daz personally. I don't mm-hmm. know like what went into him creating these events, but I could assume it was a lot of uh, it's a lot of work, a lot of work, mm-hmm. and a lot of intention, a lot of passion, whatever went into it. So it's like don't just discredit all that shit. You right, because it's like, one thing happened. Yeah, it's that's established, not that bro. Fault. It's an establishment, yeah. man. When you, someone built something, like respect that, because um, we don't have enough of that in the culture as it is. So don't right. just turn your back because one one nigga in the culture just fucked it up for everybody. Yeah, you know whoever that whoever that random person was, yeah. that's now nameless, that's now faceless, right? So we can't yeah. place the blame on that person. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, know, and and I think that, um, it's, it's it's unfortunate. The saying goes, you know, says uh, your reputation precedes you, right? And so we want to say that about everything until something negative happens, right? Mm, um, I like that. Well, we're stuck defending ourselves, but when it comes to somebody else, like how come you can't, you know, say that about yeah. that person as well, right? Like yeah. they have an impeccable record of never having this type of thing happen. Yeah. Now all of a sudden that this thing happens, you fail to look at the reputation. Mm. The reputation is of excellence, is of organization, yeah. strategy, bringing people together, exactly. promoting positivity. Yeah. But now this thing happens, and all of a sudden it's awesome Tacoma niggas. Da 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 da. And again, I, I'm from Seattle. Yeah. Tried and true, bro. Born and raised. Yeah. I love it here. Yeah. I don't want to be anywhere else. Yeah. But I can recognize that we've shut down a lot and canceled a lot of our own opportunities because of stupidity, ego, um, you know, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Uh, a lot of ridiculous shit has happened. We've we've canceled ourselves out in, in a ton of different Countless fronts. times, right? You know, and we're fighting against a system that already doesn't even want us here. Mm. Doesn't want to grant us opportunities. Mm. So what are we doing? Just shutting ourselves down? You know what I mean? It's yeah. just. That's real. Sorry. I think I think that person needs to think like, man. They know what they that, did. That was a, that was that would have been a very like monumental moment. But, oh, I man, I was waiting but, for but it. But people like I think I think another thing that we have to address is like 
there's big picture thinkers and then there's like small picture thinkers. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when someone um, you know displays that kind of behavior and does something like that, you gotta understand they ain't thinking big picture, bro. Right? They're yeah. not a big picture thinker. Whether it's for their own personal life, understanding like okay, if I do this, this might lead me to this situation that might put me in jail or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? So we gotta stop giving people credit for the way they think. Like, like I one thing I hate is group. I hate group thinking. Like I hate this collective group thinking that mm-hmm. the society has us in, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Whether it's like with the cancel culture, whether it's with this or that, like everybody feels like they have to think together, like they have to think the same way. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like, we got to understand, like, some people just don't think like you. Some right. people just don't see the situation like you see it, you know? And for that person who, who did that, like, I ain't giving them that credit. Right. They ain't big picture. Right. And there's tons of those people out there. And yeah. to add on to your point, and not even to, I'm going to say I'm going to play devil's advocate to that, but yeah. I, I even hate that term, but we have a ton of contrarians within our society as well. Yeah. And so if everyone, if everyone like here agrees that no one should be acting that way, you're going to have the one person that says, well, yeah. you know what I mean? So people are just being contrary just for the sake of being that way. And yeah. I think yeah. that needs to stop as well. And you yeah. can't control people. And going, going off that too, it's like, yeah, there's people that don't think the same way you think, but you still got to say it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. If you want to conquer that small mindedness and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. you gotta keep you gotta keep pushing that. Yeah, you got you gotta picture. address it. You know, yeah, right. you gotta address it. And know time. yourself. At the end yeah. of the day, you gotta know yourself. You gotta know what you what you contribute to a situation and what you're taking from it. Yeah. Right? Um I, I've always said, period, like if I'm gonna come to the table, I gotta come with more than just a plate. Because mm-hmm. I wanna be able to add to whatever the fuck is going on here. Yeah. That's right? true. And you have to know if I can't add anything, I'm just gonna stay si- silent because yeah. I don't want to take away from the, the main yeah. point. I don't want to take away from what's being accomplished. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so that's what people have to do. Yeah. You know, like we have to understand, like, okay, maybe my voice isn't maybe my voice isn't valuable here. Yeah. Sometimes maybe maybe this back. person should be talking and not me. Maybe exactly. let me yeah. fall back. Yeah. yeah. And learn to encourage yeah. others. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I said, and just we gotta get there's no ego in progress. I say that all the time. You have yeah. to the take ego's yourself. not even a real thing, man. Like Well, for some people. I've read some books, like I'm convinced. That ego's <laughs> like, not a real thing? Ego's not a real thing. Well, it's, sometimes it's what we've convinced ourselves of of yeah, ourselves. Yeah. Right? Like, like, we, it, mm. But I say it's not a real thing. It it does exist, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's not like it's not a real thing. It does far more negative than it does positive. Yeah. I think it only does uh, it positive you for mean. you if your back is against the wall and you're like in, in dire straits. Like yeah. sometimes you gotta depend on yeah. what you've convinced yourself of. The, the ego does exist, mm-hmm. but uh, the magnitude in which it exists um, depends on like, you know, how you really view it. Right. You see I, I understand what you're saying. If that makes I sense. do get what, I get what yeah, you're I'm trying to get deep, but I don't want to get that deep. <laughs> <Let> me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you though. I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Um, Besides that, man, yeah. uh, the week was cool. Um, caught up on all the sleep. Um, worked out. I was doing two days this week. And You're a better man than me. Well, I've had the time. <laughs> For real. I've had, I've had some time <laughs> off on, work. On your work. I mean, yeah, I've been, you know, okay. trying to get back in it. Are you out here? Yeah. You out here? Okay. Right, uh, my good friends, um, Jaquay and E.B. Jokay got engaged yesterday, so congratulations hey, to them. Hey. Shout out. Um, Black Love? Black Love. Hey. Yeah. Got a chance to, um, <laughs> I got a chance to film the engagement. Oh, toast. Um, <laughs> Rebel, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> uh, got a chance to uh, film that for them yesterday. So that was a very beautiful moment and take their engagement uh, photos. You like grew up with these people? I, I grew up with Eb. I met Quay a little over ten years ago. That's dope. Yeah, but I've known Eb like her whole life. I've known her like her whole family and all that. So just what is it like filming weddings though? Uh, oh, I don't film weddings. Okay, I film just the engagement part. Oh, just, oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I'm not doing weddings. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's too much pressure. <laughs> the last I filmed one wedding, and then a week later, all my camera shit got stolen when I went to um, 
Yeah, I went to LA. All my shit got stolen. Oh, that's so I lost all that footage for that couple. And oh, I felt, it was on your head. Oh, it was. Yeah, oh. and they, you know, because they don't understand that your yeah. shit got stolen. Like they don't this. care. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I had to pay them back their whole deposit. Everything. I felt hella bad. But it's like it's like it was an African wedding too. Oh, so it was, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a uh, it was it was a big deal for them. So I had to. I mean, I went to Dog's house and I apologized like profusely, like you know. I mean, through no fault of my own, it got stolen, but I still take responsibility. I gave Dog yeah. his money back. It, but the whole wedding video was supposed to be like a, a gift to his wife, yeah, 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 and you know, and the family, and I just felt a little bad. I really, really, really did feel super bad. You held that L, man. It made you yeah. a better person. You know? Yeah, I mean, just it made me assume responsibility. Yes, you know what I mean, you, like, you can't run from that. You yeah. know, um, what else happened, man? There was something else that took place. Or something great. I can't remember. Something dope. I don't know. It'll come to me. I don't know. What happened? What happened? Did we do anything? Fuck. I don't remember. Anyway, I'm sorry. You guys have interesting weeks. What happened? You using the gym? Uh, yeah. Gym? I mean, yeah. What I do last week? Yeah, what I do too, man. That's what man. I'm... I don't really live an extravagant life, man. These guys will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be chilling, bro. Um, yeah, oh, actually, I actually, do? I did get a chance to go visit my brother um, and his now fiance. Uh, their new home. They nice. just purchased a new home all the way out in fucking Granite Falls. You know where that's at? No. Okay. Me neither. I didn't know until I GPSed it. Where but is it? Where, yeah, it's where all is that, the way bro? up north. Okay. Marysville, around okay. the area, Lake Stevens. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Man, that's like an hour out. Yeah, like, like I was yeah. driving there and I started seeing cows and shit, and I'm like, yeah. all right. You crossed that one bridge where there's like a big I, ass I, lake I, and I, shit. I was like, I gotta check on my bro, make sure he good. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I almost had a get out situation. Uh, yeah, it was dope though. It was dope just seeing, you know, um, seeing the crib and, you know, um, just having a spot to go to for another family gathering. So, yeah. Yeah, that was dope. That's tight, man. Yeah, that's um, uh, I know that Ty had her mental health retreat uh, this past weekend. Uh, I wasn't able to make it. I had some events with my daughter that I had to had to make, um, so we had to do that. And that was very important. But um, I heard it was a great success. I think she's doing the next one in January. Okay. Um, I think she charged a hundred dollars this time. I'm not sure. I think it'll be the same price next time. I think she had about ten people come out. So that's a rousing success for them just to be in their second year doing yeah. that. Hell yeah. Um, I do want to go to the one in January. Um, so as soon as I get details on that, uh, we'll make sure that we um, you know put out all the info for that. Hell yeah. Um, Oh, my God. Pinder put out his project this week. Yeah. Uh, ideas, too. He finally put it on all streaming platforms. That was tight. Um, my guy, Black Soul, put out his remix to the Purple Emoji joint. So mm. we'll make sure that we tweet that. I'm trying to learn the words because my thing is I always tell women that I write all his music. Ah. So, yeah. So I could just, you know, do some <laughs> sing the shit. Why not? Yeah. I, we've been doing this shit for years. You know, he know what's up. I told him. Yeah. I texted him. I said, oh, I'm about to learn the, learn the words, bro. You already know how we get down. So, um, <laughs> What uh, else, man? Oh, um, shout out to uh, GVO, bro. They threw a uh, an Illiquent. They threw oh, a yeah, event on Labor Illapalooza. Illapalooza. Oh, I was there. I was at that. You was oh, there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We so, talked about that, yeah. That shit was I want a, um, I want a jersey. Oh, you did? A signed jersey? I want a signed jersey. Who's the player? Oh, wow. uh, Drew Gooden. Okay. I want a Drew Gooden uh, Big 3 jersey. Autograph. Ooh, shout yeah. out Drew okay. Gooden, man. I need yeah. a Big 3 jersey, bro. Yeah, know, bro. Right? That's tight. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody that's... want that Joe Johnson one now, you know? Absolutely. He's just yeah. balling out Absolutely. of control. Absolutely. I might get the Steven Jackson, though, bro. He's a real one. I do, want, I do one. want the Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson, yeah. real one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Steven yeah. Jackson, real one. Stacks. Yeah, he's yeah. filthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else, man? Oh, Dave B announced a show. He partnered with Doc Martin. Um, they have a show on... Uh, September 26th I think that's a Thursday mm. I believe it is uh, And the homegirl Nisha Actually has a show I think it's like Her first headlining show Okay um, It's at the I want to say Triple Door It may not be the Triple Door But it's on the 21st And I'll, I'll tweet out um, Stuff for that as well Hell yeah Sober September Still rolling Still sober Sober September Ooh. Yeah man No alcohol at all I went to the bar last night Ordered some ginger ale And cats with, <laughs> These guys over here drinking beer <laughs> um, I ordered some ginger ale And cats was like What's that? 
It's ginger ale, fool. You never seen ginger ale before? Hey, do you feel like you got to <laughs> defend yourself way more now that you're doing this sober September shit? Um, no, I just have to be like on my shit because everywhere we go, cats want to buy me a drink. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So like yesterday, I told bro, I was like, yo, he was like, yo, what you drinking? I was like, oh, I'm not. You know? So he was like, oh, I seen you doing sober September. He's like, bro, just have one drink with me. And I'm like, nah. He has good. context though. For the people who don't got context, they're like, is he okay? Yeah, no, I just, um, and just to kind of, <laughs> just to put more context on that, like I said, I I, um, I had a really, really, really rough seven months, like to start my year off. Um, yeah, yeah. I was drunk every weekend and sometimes during the week, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would take shots before work sometimes. Um, like I said, we was going through yeah. a couple bottles, you know what I'm saying, in a week. Mm. And it just didn't do anything for my like, mental health, didn't do anything yeah. for my clarity. Yeah, I, I was like, arguing yeah. with friends, family, being way more aggressive in situations than I needed to be without really yeah. realizing that, yeah. you know. Um, and just, I mean, setting a bad example for my daughter as well. That's you know right. what I mean? So, That's like, right. we would go to the store, I'd get a bottle. And when I, <laughs> when I realized that she recognized the type of tequila that I bought, that's when I was like, ooh, ooh maybe yeah. that's not. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. That's um, what's up, man. But I wasn't doing like a ton of drunk driving and shit like that, but yeah. it was just being in my house, like, you know, yeah. every Saturday we turn up. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, you know, I can take a break away from it. No, I feel I'm it. getting back in the gym. That's going to just completely just do wonders for my the physical. Yeah. I've been losing weight, and it shows. I think it shows. Um, but it's just like, just for my own stability. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's you know, real, man. I, I think that a lot of times that we don't understand, you know, like, I, I'm not going to say addiction, but I don't think that we understand the type of vice that we have yeah. until it's not there anymore. Because mm-hmm. um, I talk to people now, like I said, everywhere we go, it's like, yeah, you want to drink? Oh, man, let's go to drink. Or like, I've been at the bar hella times. It's, it's what, we're nine days into the month? Yeah. I've been at the bar probably four or five times. And every time I go, I, I haven't drank, but mm. somebody's always willing to put a drink in my hand. Yeah. yeah. And it just makes me think about how much they're drinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? How much everyone around you is drinking. You know what's crazy, though? It's, uh, we're creatures of habit, right? Obviously. Yeah. Like, so I stopped smoking weed, I think, my sophomore year of college, mm-hmm. right? And, like, it was crazy because I didn't, like, consciously say, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm quitting, taking a break. I was just like, I'm going to chill. Take a little break, you know? Right. And then I took a break. The break ended up turning into, like, I was just, like, so accustomed to not smoking weed mm-hmm. that I caught myself in a session one time and someone passed me the blunt and I'm just like, no, nah, I'm cool. Right. And at that moment, like, I had an aha moment. I was like, oh, this shit ain't even, like, yeah. I don't want it. Right. It wasn't even like I, I told myself, like, refusing it. It mm-hmm. was like, it just, we're creatures of habit, you know what I mean? Right. And so, um... Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really realize like, how much alcohol we consumed, though. The other morning, I woke up, I was like, I'm about to have a mimosa. Then I was like, damn, that's champagne. That's still alcohol, <laughs> exactly. you know? Yeah. And then, like, oh, like, even having a beer. You know what I mean? Or, like, yeah. ordering, like, a cider at the bar. Yeah, you yeah, know? I was yeah. Because like, I asked myself, okay, would well, cider be cool? Because I said no wine, I said no beer, I said no hard alcohol. Yeah. And then I was like, nah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't do me any good to try to create an excuse just to have the cider. But, you know, it's not always on us, right? Right. Because, you know... <laughs> we know how it is with the oh, homies, man. bro. Like, yeah. you yeah. know how that goes. Because people will. I mean, I was at the homies' house the other day, yeah. and bro brought through like two six packs, and I was just like, man, I would love to just have you know just a quick little beer, yeah, but, yeah. Run, chilling, yeah. yeah. But, like you can't be the one to be like, I'm cool. They're like, man, stop being a bitch. And that happens too. The shot. And I'm <laughs> like, man. Dog told me yesterday. He said, well, I'll see how you feel later in the night. Yeah. And I was like, fam, yeah. I'm not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> we joke about that amongst <laughs> our. We, we joke about that amongst our group chats. I'm like. I'm cool, bro. I'm not drinking. They're like, okay, we'll see when you get here. I'm like, damn, yeah. nigga, what the fuck? Exactly. Is that a threat? Yeah. <laughs> nigga, I'm trying to, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And you know, crazy. it's not stopping until the bottle's done. It'll yeah, be the last bro. shot. Like, hey, bro, you really Fam, don't want this, it was bro? My, it was my cousin Hannah's birthday uh, 
her, today's her birthday, so we kicked it all weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, I bought her drinks at the bar the other night. Yeah. You know, I had no problem doing that. We went to her homegirl's house yes, uh, last night. Mm-hmm. I get there. Two of the homegirls are just completely drunk off their ass. They're like, Reese, come take a shot with me. You know, like, what, what you drinking? We got tequila here. We got Hennessy. So I had to fake like I took the shot and like, I had to pass it to somebody else. Oh. Because yeah. they were just, you know, yeah. being drunk. Yeah. And it's like, take this shot. And you don't want to ruin the moment, like the vibe. <laughs> yeah. That, so that's just, another <laughs> thing I think is, that sucks is like, it's like, I mean, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. It ain't for y'all. I, bro, I had to fake taking two shots and I literally passed them to somebody else. I was Damn. like, hey, like, she's on me. She's pressing me to take the shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not because you know how drunk people get. So I'm like, yeah, that's I'm like, that's like uh, with the kids and like keeping the whole uh, Santa Claus is real shit. Oh, going yeah. <laughs> well, we don't do that shit. Santa Claus is yeah, Santa's real. coming. <laughs> that's a shot. <laughs> um, man, then we're 30 minutes in already? Shit. Okay, so I got to ask real Dad talk. this question before real we get talk, into all talk. the real shit real yeah. fast. Um, we're getting to the panty question. Who wants to go first? The panty question. Yeah, I already know this question. I heard. I, I, I've listened to the episode. Okay, you go gotcha. first, bro. Huh? Yeah, you go first. You go know ahead. the question too. Go ahead. Let him ask the question first. He don't know the question. Maybe if that's how I know he don't know the question. No, if someone's listening <laughs> for the first, first. <laughs> for someone who's listening for the first time, maybe they've never heard the question. Okay, so for any first time listener out there, we all we ask this we ask this question every week. <laughs> trying to think. What kind it. of panties are you? Uh, <laughs> trying to. I know. Man, that's crazy. so. I ask what kind of panties are you? And the context is what kind of panties do you feel like at this point in time in the moment, like today, like. What do you feel like today? Bro, that's tough. Not bro. what do you like to see your girl in? Because that's how some people love to answer the question. Not you know what do you think is sexy? All that nice, like a real philosophical. If you were to describe yourself as a pair of panties, right now, today, <laughs> in this moment, shit, man. You know what? First and foremost, it's a black-owned panty company. For one, let me just put that out there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just say a thong because I feel free. I'm a free. I'm a. I'm a free. I'm a free person. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm gonna just. Yeah, I'm gonna say a thong. Okay. Any color? Any material? Anything? Because uh, people get deep with this, bro. Yeah, I'm not. I can't get that deep with it. No, I, just, I, I just know you require an answer, so I'm gonna give you an answer. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Black on though. Black on. Black on coming. Y'all heard that part, right? Need some Fenty draws. That's tight. Uh, damn. Yeah, that's a cold question, bro. It but, is, absolutely. Uh, honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, probably just a thumb, bro. That's probably like the only, <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't got no explanation. <laughs> hey, I guess I like I, to be free too. Not, shit. Can I ask, like, what what uh, brought about this question? Yeah, it's an interesting um, question. Though. So yeah, like, so like um, when I was younger, I wanted to do like a. Um, you said black online. I want to yeah. do a black online of like um, like lingerie for women. Uh, um, I wanted to call it wet paint. Because at the time, like we seen, you know, we talk about like body shapes and, and all that type of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, nothing's yeah. ever made for black women. I think at the time I was working at Victoria's Secret and I seen like hella people come in, but like a lot of black women would complain that a lot of shit wasn't for them. Mm. So, really small, model esque white mm. girls, you know, small Asian yeah, chicks, yeah. things like that. And I saw and heard a lot of black women like complain. Mm. And so, I was like, man, you know, like we need something for us. I'm like, I, you know, I'm a ladies' man, not in that sense, but you know, like yeah, I love, yeah. like we need more shit yeah, for women, yeah. period. Yeah, and you so, advocate for women. Absolutely. For so, sure. what can we do? What can we get, you know what I'm saying, for, Kind of like a FUBU approach, right? Like mm. Forest bias type thing. So I wanted to kind of design how and do all that. Yeah, <laughs> just as men like <laughs> commentating on panties and shit. Yeah, like. yeah. but like, but like I said, about working at Victoria's yeah, Secret yeah. was like eye opening. I was like eighteen years old. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, oh, that's that's real though. Very eye opening just to hear the complaints. And then no, I worked, that's real. when I worked at Sprint, I worked across uh, the hallway from Victoria's Secret, and I would always hear black women be like, "Damn, this, these are my only options." Like this is it? Yeah. Mm. It's either that or go to like the plus size, whatever. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so I was like, man, 
we could start wet paint. We get it popping. I had like a whole ad campaign and shit like that in my head. It was gonna be tight. Um, <laughs> but then I got into a relationship and I realized like the the amount of things now that we have for women, you know, for black women, like right? Fenty mm-hmm. popping off, mm-hmm. and you know, Rihanna's doing her whole thing, like her whole group of designers. Yeah. And it's tight because it, it is more for um, more full figure women, right? They don't accommodate everybody in every size, but I mean, it's a lot more inclusive than it was before. Yeah. And so um, you know, you know a lot, bro. Yeah, yeah. Talk, no, I just realized how much yeah. I don't know. I just realized I don't panties, know shit bro. about the panty uh, <laughs> yeah, culture. You know, it's a, it sounds like a culture. Well, yeah, it's a culture. But like, yeah. but as somebody who's bought like underwear for my girl, and like you know, bought yeah. bought bras and yeah. bought panties, and I'm looking at the selection, like, is this it? Like, just you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why like, when Fenty came out and mm. like the whole like female race is in an uproar. You know what I mean? Like everybody's like, yo, there's a lot more shit for us now. Yeah. A lot more colorways, a lot more textures, a lot more. Um, just that's everything. Crazy. That's crazy. Bigger bra sizes. You know what I mean? Because you go to Victoria's Secret and it's like, you either have the really small petite shit. Yeah. I didn't have like this super big shit. And like, you know, and that type of shit costs a lot as well. Like, yeah, as, yeah, as yeah. having bought, you know, bras for women with big titties, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that shit costs. You know what I <laughs> mean? Yeah. You know, so again, just having shit like that for women, like I said, having bought lingerie for my lady and, and things like that, you know what I'm saying? You start to understand like the difference in comes from yeah. a real place. diversity of selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. It comes from a real place. Yeah, so I mean, shit's tight. I thought it was just a question to throw us off. I like no, that. No. Thank you for explaining <laughs> that. That's dope. That's dope. But they, but they also had that question on the Fenty website. After I started the podcast and uh, I seen it, and I was like, oh, they ripped me. Uh-huh. Somebody's uh-huh. fine. I mean, no, they, yeah. someone's listening. They always listen, bro. <laughs> yeah. They always listen. It's fucking Facebook. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Mark. <laughs> I got Zuckerberg. Um, <laughs> but nah, bro. So then, but I was also like, it's an interesting question for men as well because yeah. niggas don't know about draws. I don't know. That you know what I mean? Clearly. Yeah. And so you you just know what you see your girl in. And that's why I said we got to get away from the like, what do you want to see your girl in? And like, mm. you know, because that's how some people have come on and answered the question. Like, I think it's just a communicate, lack of communication. Yeah, as men, we need to discuss these things with women, right? Over, with women, though. Yeah, that's such a with we gotta be, yeah, with women. Yeah. With women. Like, yeah. Let's not take that, that part out of it because yeah. a lot of people love to, as men, we like to be able to answer our own questions. Yeah. Right? And that's not. All the time. I tell everybody keep a black woman around. <laughs> yeah, keep for a black sure. woman for around sure. for whatever you want to do, whatever for business sure. you want to start, yeah. whatever movement you want to start, whatever it is. Man. Run that past a black woman first. <laughs> if you have a second doubts, mm-hmm. run it past them. They'll tell you the shit. They'll get you in line. They'll keep you that straight. That shit yeah. is real. There's yeah. studies that show that shit is true. But absolutely, black women run the culture. That's real. There's real studies. Like there's real motherfuckers. Yeah, I can sit back, man. I have three yeah. sisters. I have a mom, aunts, and shit like that. Like anything. When I was in my relationship, like anything, I, I second guessed. I ran yeah. past her. Maybe yeah. what do you think? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can tighten this up or this don't need to be here. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yeah. I may feel how I feel about it, but again, black women run the culture. So yeah. whatever decision you, we come to as a collective, that's what I'm going to roll with. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a fact. Sure. I agree, um, I agree with you 100%. Just to answer the question, because I saw these earlier in the week, because I think these are fire shit, and I'm going to show you real fast. Mm-hmm. I felt like these joints here, I'm getting my sexy back. I told you, I've been, I don't know if you guys have been listening, but I've been okay. wearing a ton of little, you know, different uh, short sleeve button ups. You know what I'm saying? I had. What little, do you call it? What, what style is that? This is a. I'm literally lost when I. I'm just like. It's those a lace, are panties. They're just all underwear. Nah, it's a lace yeah. boy short. A, a lace it's, boy short? Lace, lace boy short. So you got the little, okay, there you little go. tie oh, up yeah, in the back. Yeah, okay. It'll kind of fly. Yeah. That's how I've been feeling lately. After I got my hair cut, I was like, okay, I'm trying to get my hair. I'm doing my thing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I've, I've, I've taken the, I bought some more dress shoes. I've been wearing, you know, some more slacks, more hard yeah, bottoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the rare day that I'm in like looser fitting jeans. Like I had to, I'm trying to get away from Are you that. cool? Are you, are you, are you flaving with the YG hard bottoms, the shorts and the no, long? Okay, not. cool. I just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> absolutely not. I just feel like people just post shit and say drip and then like all of a sudden this. It's a fit. It's like nah. we need to we need to address some of these outfits. That are, we absolutely that are do. Being yeah, every, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Everything don't lie. go. Everything doesn't go. Like it's probably expensive shit. I'm not lying. Like, the, the, but because something's expensive doesn't mean that weird. it's dope. What you'll learn, and the, the women are the, the at the top of this shit. Like they'll they know you can bargain shop, right? So like. 
women's clothes cost a lot less than men's clothes until we get the designer shit. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll go to, like, a Target. They'll go to, you know, somewhere and find, mm-hmm. like, hella cheap shit oh, that yeah. goes together. They'll accessorize, all that type of shit. Oh, yeah. For us, yeah. it's a little bit different because all of our, our pants cost more than there's on average, right? <laughs> Yeah, for real. Um, I bought these polo joints, these polo shorts recently. I'm like, why this shit's $90? Like, I don't understand why they're 90 bucks. But they're flyer shit. Yeah. I can't get no flyer yeah. shorts for less. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep these motherfuckers. Like, yeah. they're just going to, you know. Yeah. Have but like in the past, and I think like in the past three weeks, I bought some burgundy pants that I wore yesterday. I didn't get a picture of them, unfortunately. They was tight as fuck. Um, <laughs> I bought some white jeans. I bought these yellow slacks. That was kind of fire. Yellow slacks. Yeah, I'm waiting for like the right time to bring them out. Yeah, that, you got, bro, that is a, like a. You gotta be like a. It's a yeah. pocket. There's a pocket for the yellow. Fam, pants. I saw them and I was like, I don't know what's gonna go with those, but I'm gonna get them. <laughs> but I'm gonna kill them one day. Yeah, it's like man, one day these motherfuckers <laughs> gonna see me in these yellow, these yellow I've been, pants. I've been shopping. I, I got these like I want to buy a peacoat this winter. I want to buy a trench. Oh uh, yeah, I got the I got the uh, Drake comeback season peacoat. Do you really? I got one of them. That shit's fire. Yeah, I know exactly shit. what you're talking yeah, about. That, From that cover art. Yep. That shit's fire. Yeah. Fucking leaves behind me. Yep. That shit. Yeah. I need a I need a new peacoat and I need a trench. <laughs> I need a peacoat, bro. Yeah. I say that. Season. I say that every. Let's do fucking it. Fall, I, bro. Hey, when I find a fly one, I'm gonna send you the shit. I'm like, yo, bro, please. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to I'm trying to show up somewhere. Yeah, with yeah. We, we got to keep me in the we summer, can just take bro. A, we can yeah. all, we'll all get a peacoat. We'll take a picture <laughs> and then we'll uh, go get featured on like media blackout or some shit. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do a pot. We're gonna do a podcast meetup. We'll do a podcast meetup. Everybody bring a trench or a peacoat. Yeah. You have your shit. Let's do a dress code. Let's do a ball. I want to go to a Ball. Man, let's I want to go to a ball. Man, someone was let's talking to me bro. about doing like a gala type thing last year. Yeah, man. I would love to attend that shit. I want to fucking do it. Okay, let's yeah, move on. Yeah, I have we, questions we, for yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. up, bro? We're 40 minutes in. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you need this timer, bro. Bro. Because yeah. he's, he's got the dope fucking timer. Thank you, sir. I didn't realize we were that far in. But all right. So I got questions for you, gentlemen. So yeah, one, yeah. I am a fan of the podcast. Um, I'm gonna say what you guys do, you, how you guys push culture forward. Uh, just the myriad of guests that you guys have, just the diversity in the guests, I mm. think is amazing because you guys don't seem to have the same type of people on Thank all you. the time. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you, bro. You guys' Thank latest you. one was with Deuce Porter, right? Yeah, yeah. make it um, count. Yep, yeah. it's clothing line. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you guys have had people on like Najee Ladd. I know you guys had Lestrandra at, at one point in time mm-hmm. uh, yeah. on as mm-hmm. a guest. Yeah. You had the ladies from um, the. Um, Black, Black in the City, City podcast. Black in the City. Love them, by the way. They're the tight. City, Black in yeah. the City girls. Yep, they're tight. <laughs> That's what I call them. And congrats to them for, uh, was it Beat on King 5? I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they hit, they hit uh, 100 episodes, too. That's yeah. tight, yep. yep. Them, uh, Casey Carter was on uh, in the Glow Up. Yeah, they were on King 5. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So congrats to them. Um, yeah. But again, I love what you guys are able to do. Just like I said, just having diversity because a lot of times with podcasts, you see, it's usually one dimensional. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's like music related or it's yeah. just sports related yeah. or it's whatever. You know what I mean? It's the category. And you guys uh, tend to break out of that. So uh, mm-hmm. again, I applaud you guys. Thank you, guys you bro. Are Appreciate that. Thank coming you. up on your fiftieth episode. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. guys have anything special planned? Yeah. Well, every ten episodes, we started this on episode twenty. We do listener appreciation week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've seen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to dis- I entered the thing, I lost, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you can still enter, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, shit, we get, you know, we ain't stopping anytime soon. But to describe what Listener Appreciation Week is, like, it was um, we were approaching episode twenty, and then we were just like, "Yo, it's 20. like, because you know, you know how it is in the podcast game. You, you, it's all about consistency. You just keep Absolutely. pushing them out, and then like we just kind of had a moment. We're like, "Oh shit, it's twenty. Let's do something. And then we just came up with an idea to. Let's just fucking find a way to shout out our listeners who've been supporting us at right. least thus far. And we're like, yo, the thing about podcasts people don't understand is like you could do what you want. There's no rules, right? So we're like, right. all right, cool. Let's just do a listener appreciation week episode and let's have people submit what their favorite episode was. Mm-hmm. Tell us why. We'll pick a winner, and that winner comes up on the show and we kick it with them. Right. Chill. Whatever they want to talk about, we'll talk about. Right. Because you know, you probably get people, of course. Reese, you need to talk about this. You need why don't all you guys talk about this on your show? I'm like, all right, cool. Let's create a space. 
for people to take advantage of the, our platform that we've built. That's tight. To push these topics. Yeah. That Man, you, you guys are better than me. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> nah, at but, all. It was, but it was like, it all came from like, we need to do something about this 20th episode. And then. And then we're like, let's just do it every 10 episodes. So, Got you. Uh, yeah, episode 50. That's what that'll be the, the thing for episode Listener 50. appreciation okay. week. Yes, sir. Got yes, you. Sir. That's tight. That's, and that's actually a great thing. I think that's really innovative. People aren't doing that. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, you know, as a creative and as, you know, somebody who has a voice, um, sometimes you don't give a fuck about what people have to say. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there's different thoughts yeah, and ideas real. and opinions yeah, that yeah. just don't need to be aired. Like, I don't, that's not what I yeah. got into this for to voice your opinion. Yeah. That's real. And that's real. I want to say, I don't want to shout you out real quick because I've seen, I, I've listened to the episodes like over time and it seems like you've uh, established more of a voice now. Mm. Oh, whereas yeah. before, <laughs> like, it, not to say you were taking a back seat, but you yeah. just weren't as vocal with some yeah. things. Mm. Uh, and what I've noticed over the past couple of episodes is that you've been a lot more vocal. So yeah. I know it's not an easy space to try to do that in. Yeah. Uh, especially not. with somebody who's as vocal as he is. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, so when you partner with somebody that's just sometimes somebody just is, is less dominant mm-hmm. but it seems like you fe- you found your voice and found your stride um, thank you bro yeah of course the, the, quotes, the quotes of the week are dope yeah, it's a, di- oh, it's yeah. a dynamic <laughs> too man yeah you know it's I the think, chemistry you gotta, I, you gotta yeah have. I think well people don't even know background like me and him we did radio in college together okay like for two years so it like when we started doing this podcast it was like it wasn't even about me and him mm-hmm. like it clearly you, you listen to the show so mm-hmm. it was like it's about whoever comes on right whatever story we're putting out there so, like, for us, we just have a dynamic, you know? It's mm-hmm. kind of like understanding, like, Erm's a fucking <laughs> straight direct, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm the guy sometimes I'll be talking a little, <laughs> a little too much, you know? Yeah. And he's like, all right, this is what we fucking have you here for. Let us let me ask right. this question. So, um, yeah, I think, I think for, and I'm just saying this for people out there who want to, you know, get into the podcast space because I've had conversations with people. They're like, yeah, I'm going to just do it with this person. I'm like, well, do you know that person? Like, do you guys have? Because you got. Do you gotta, have a chemistry? Yeah, you got to yeah. create a dynamic because at the end of the day, the goal is to put forth a good episode, mm-hmm. right? Um, I tell people all the time, bro. Like, I'll tell, I'll say it right now on this show. Like, this is how I feel. Our job really is to listen first. Mm-hmm. Like in, in the format that we have, which is an interview based, our job is to listen. It's not to talk, right? right? So, and then we listen, then we respond. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and just try to steer a conversation. You and know? you let your personality leak through. Exactly, yeah. With the response, got you. Exactly, yep. yeah. yeah exactly. It, you guys dynamic reminds me of um, Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. Um, like, I'm the rapper, he's a DJ. Mm. Uh, and, and, I, <laughs> and I say that, like, with the with the utmost respect, seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, you guys sense. have two completely different personality types. Yeah. Um, but you guys complement each other really well. Yeah. Uh, especially if you guys can set each other up, moving yeah. in question to question, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did want to ask you for, um, you know, if you guys have any advice for anybody who's looking to get into this world of entertainment, media, whatever, is there anything that you would kind of advise them on or any little, little tips, jewels to give them? Uh, well, there's one we always talk about is consistency. Mm-hmm. You should be consistent. Like, don't worry about who's not listening. Don't right. worry about your voice. Don't worry about nothing. Just kind of like, I mean, that's some stuff that I went through and struggled with. Like, damn, right. Mm-hmm. all right, you know, I, just, I don't know if I sound good on this or you get a little nervous mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. but then... Once you just don't care and you just start going in and you start being yourself, then right. a lot of people will like, you know, you'll yeah. get the right crowd. You of might course. not get everybody, but you're going to get everybody that's really genuine. It's yeah. like right. really fuck with you. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, do that. Stay consistent mm-hmm. and just don't worry about nothing, really. Right. You know? That's real. Yeah, I think um, I always say this, like people who get into the, the media space or content creating space, like you got to create with a sense of conviction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can't conviction not entitlement right so like right. create with with the with the mindset of like i know exactly what i'm pushing out here i'm confident i believe in what i'm, what I'm pushing out here and right? it's intentional and it's intentional mm-hmm. right now i don't control how people react to it 
Okay. And I got to accept that. Before this shit gets pushed out and released, I need to accept the fact that, hey, I don't control how people are going to respond to this. Right. You can, you can anticipate, you can expect, you can hope that people, but like, you don't control that, right? Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes people come into it like, I put so much work in, I'm entitled to at least this type of response. Right. And when that doesn't come, it becomes a discouraging thing and it could, it could pile up. Entitlement is dangerous. Right? So my advice is create from a sense of conviction. Create from a sense of like, you know, creativity, uh, positivity, like something you truly believe in, something you're happy about to put out. Like for us, like, bro, like we know every episode we put out is not for everybody in a sense, mm-hmm. right? Like it's it's available for everybody, but it might not connect to every single group, right? If we put If we have uh, the homies on the show, Vozy, shout out Vozy, shout out Reeve and Kasim, they, they, you know, they're in the real estate game. Mm-hmm. There's probably some people who don't, don't give a shit about real estate. Right. And we know that. Yeah. Right. So I think just be convinced in what you're putting out and also accept the fact that what you're putting out may not register with everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's cool. Like, right. you, like you said, it's going to, you're going to yeah. draw the crowd. Like, just don't be, yeah. don't wait to be perfect. Never. To like, right. drop yeah. your first episode. Yeah. Like, I want that's it to be one. perfect. You that's know? the one I hate. Man, that yeah. shit is whack. I tell like everybody. Perfect. We not, look back at our thing. first episode and we're just like, <laughs> But, but you did it though, right? And they got yeah, the ball. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, so I tell know? people all the time because uh, people ask me like I'm some type of fucking genius, and I'm not. We're like, what do you, you know? You you just, you're just me? doing it. Yeah, and they're like, like you know, <laughs> I want to start my first joint, but I recorded like three episodes first, so I'm just going over, and I'm like, bro, just put that shit out. Mm. Yeah, realistically, you just got to put it out because feedback is gonna come regardless. Mm. Criticism is gonna mm. come. Critiques gonna come. Facts. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And welcome that shit. Because yeah. that's just that's what's going to make grow. you better. Exactly. That's yeah. how you grow. Like we were talking before we started the podcast. Yeah. We were talking about like, you know, um, being consistent in everything, including progress. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like, make sure the progress that you're making is consistent. But don't just, don't be stagnant. Yeah, you be, know? Be don't be fearful. Intentionality. Yeah. Be intentional, yeah. Intentionality is everything, bro. Like, you know, and I think there's a lot of things that come from podcasting or just content creating that like people don't realize. It's like, bro... What people see on the surface and what goes into bringing that to life are two separate things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like when we sit down with a guest and they like come in, and, and I'm gonna put this out there. A lot of the guests that come to our show when mm-hmm. they show up, like to the studio, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's the first time we meet them. Oh, really? Like in person. Okay. Right. Like I may chop it up with them the day before or whatever. Like kind of run through the show. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of the guests we've had, the first time we meet them is when they walk through that door mm-hmm. and they meet the rest of the team. That's a little rougher. But the dope thing about it is, is, is like the amount of like uh, the type of energy that we create with our right. episodes, right? The for someone who doesn't really know us to come in there and feel comfortable enough and to be genuine, to be vulnerable, to share their stories, to talk about their ups and downs on camera, on the mic, right? Because mm-hmm. um, you guys have both platforms. Yeah, you guys are on YouTube as yeah, well. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. speaks to like what what type of energy you're able to create, and then what type of connection you're able to have. Because I've seen it all the time. I've seen I've seen guests come in tense. Right, mm-hmm. because maybe they've never really done an interview, right? Or they've never really even had a chance to tell their story. They just been grinding in the dark. You feel that me? brings me to the next uh, thing that I wanted to ask you guys really quickly. So I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm no, sorry, no, you're good. You're good. I was gonna ask how you guys handle uh, people who are uh, I describe them as eager beavers, people who like submit to you uh, interview requests. How do you uh, handle that? Because I've been getting a lot of that lately, and I don't want to be the ass to tell them, but I'm just not interested. Well, okay, here's the thing. So for us, we have um, on our website uh, upandup.com. In the about section, there's a content submission tab, mm-hmm. right? And we we created that for people to submit content mm-hmm. because, as you know, like you you mean you might know you might think you have your ears to the streets, but you don't know everything that's going on. Yeah. So this is a chance for you to send us shit. So when someone DMs us like, "Hey, when can I get on the show?" or "Can I get on the show?" Um, I send them a message and it directs them to that 
link. Oh, that's tight. Can send, send your info, give us a little more background on you. Mm-hmm. Now, how many of those people actually follow up and do it? Oh, it's <laughs> little to none. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Very so, minimal. yeah. It's like, we, we, we're aware of that. We create a mm-hmm. space for it, but it's like, you also got to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like you gotta you, follow through, do the work, and also lets us know who's actually serious. Like, of course, you know. So yeah, uh, you're waiting people I, out. I, I, I think, like that. I That's think right. uh, like when I get it in person, yeah, I'm yeah, like, person okay, there, there's like a, you know, I kind of explain to them our agenda because I never want to compromise. Like yeah, the, like the whole purpose of the whole show just yeah. for one show, yeah. and then it's kind of like just it's almost like a one off. It yeah. seems like a one off. So it's kind of like I want to make everything. You know, we talk about yeah. like timing, scheduling, and stuff like that. See, you guys are way better than me. <laughs> I'm fake. Nigga, you can meet me in person. You're like, yo, we got to get on the show. I'm like, oh, man. Uh, Let's do it. Hey, man, I, I ain't going front. I ain't going front. I had some of those too, but like for the yeah. most part, when I really like yeah. want somebody to be on the show, but I'm like, ah, I don't know about right now, but you know, yeah. I'll be like, there's a time for you. Where I'll just keep chopping it up with them. That's why um, I started doing this thing, and I, I'm pretty sure you've seen it uh, on mm-hmm. Instagram. I, what I'll do is I'll take a picture of like my month schedule. Mm. Like, these are the people for month of September. These are the people for mm-hmm. month of October. I'm going to get ready to put out the next joint like next week. But like just so you know, you know. Yeah. I mean? Well, like, you know, I think also, bro. Like, so that I was answering the question based on like uh, via social media, we mm. get DMs. Oh, I'm and, talking about just yeah. However. In person is yeah. different because in person, um, and it's crazy. I always tell myself I'm gonna do this, but I never do it. It's like if someone wants to come up, if you come up to me, I never met you. And you're like, or I know you, and you're like, hey, man, um, you know, my homie's trying to get on the show. I'm trying to get on the show. Like, I I should respond with, oh, great, man. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for supporting. What, what was your favorite episode? See, I used to do that too. No, but like, <laughs> and like, I know I don't ever do that because I'm just like, for me, I'm gonna have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like I'm a, I'm want to know, yeah, like what it is, you, like you know. And I feel like the people who are like super forward, like the people who've been very forward with me about like coming on the show, are really asking for like their friends or someone they know that should be on the show, and that's pretty that's pretty easy. I'm like my sending thing is, some info, but my thing is always with people. Um, that's dope, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's like, what's your favorite episode? Like, that's yeah. an instant I, no, disqualifier I, I, that's for what I, people. I play that shit out of my head all the well, time, no, but I ne- it never happens that way. I should but, do But my it, thing though. is with the painting question, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, if, like, I asked you guys to be here. Yeah. Right? You guys didn't ask me to be here. Like, yeah. all the guests that I have on here, for the most part, 90% of people sure. I asked mm-hmm. to come on. I'll contact you. Hey, do you, you know what you guys want to yeah, come yeah. on the show? We'd love to have you on as a guest. But if you ask me, and then you get here, and I ask you the panty question, and you like, you've never heard it before. Mm. My nigga, we're forty five episodes deep at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have at least done your research. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. And if you're gonna come on somebody's shit, like I, I spent the last week listening to you guys' episodes because I want to be able to speak to it intelligently. Mm-hmm. I yeah. listened to it before. Yanni yeah. put me onto you guys, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. So shout out yeah. to Yanni. Yeah, 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 shout out. Um, <laughs> but I want to make sure that I can speak to intelligently what you do. You yeah. know what I mean, it's part of doing the research for like, sure. I learned that. Um, one working with Sermon, mm-hmm. and then two uh, working with Casey Carter. Mm-hmm. Like you do, you research. You, you got know to. who you're who you're talking to, yeah. who you're speaking to, who you're speaking it's about. It's not genuine if you don't. Yeah, yeah. you know right? what I mean. Like let's just get in here and just have a conversation. Like nah, nigga, that's not <laughs> that's not <laughs> what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's not how it's supposed to go. But but yeah, like like I said, you know, people people have gotten on here before and like I'm like yo, you know what kind of panties are you? And they're like what? Yeah, Man, we talk about this in the first 15 minutes of each episode. <laughs> but you know what it is though? It's also um, kind of establishing your format. Right, so mm-hmm. I think now people know like the Up and Up podcast. They kind of know what it's about. Yeah, they kind of know it's a storytelling. So, like you, you've seen it too. People mm-hmm. now, like it started out like, "Hey man, let me get on the show, whatever." Like right. you know, of course. And then it turns into like, "Hey man, I'm not ready yet, but I got this shit I'm working on." And once I get that established, like they're telling me this now, you know. Right. And it, it's it's really more so to respect 
um, the the genuine and, and, and intentionality we we put into like the guests we yeah. have because we're really big on the storytelling aspect. So if someone comes up and they don't feel they have like a real story yet, they'll tell like, okay, I'm not ready yet. But I like I've had hell people like, yo, mm-hmm. save me a spot. I'm like off right. top. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like Deuce, Deuce Porter, you brought up Deuce, right? Mm-hmm. Deuce was at our uh, launch party. Okay. This is March 2018. Yeah. Right? Like, that was the first time I met him. And congrats on making it a year. I listened to, uh, who was the episode you guys come up on? Najee was almost you guys one year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in March. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Shout out to Najee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, shout out to that guy, man. He's a, he's a hustler for real. That's what I wrote the other day. He's doing amazing shit. Yeah, man. And he's uh, in incredible shape. Yeah. I hate him right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your muse, bro. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, real quick. My muse physically. I'm sorry. I don't even, I'm not even putting up no homo behind this. This nigga Trevante Rhodes is modeling draws. <laughs> nigga from, uh, from Moonlight. I don't oh, care. That's, yeah. that's okay, body okay, goals. Okay, I don't okay. care what anybody says, G. I asked my boy who used to run track man. for um, my boy Kenji. I was like, yo, I need track workouts. Man, you don't got to explain yourself, boss. Because nigga Trevante Rhodes is out here modeling <laughs> draws. Yeah. I'm trying to model draws, nigga. Let's get on. He used to run track. I need to run track too. Let's do the shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but back to what I was saying with Deuce, I remember him being at our launch party and like off, off top, super supportive. Mm-hmm. But I think he had a conversation with you, Erm, right? Where he's talking about like, this is what I'm working on. I'm right. doing this, this, and that. And it's like, when someone t- tells us that, or if someone was to tell you that, and then you see them a year later, and they got it, they established yeah. it, they doing it, yeah, like that's like that feels amazing. That feels amazing, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's like so when they approach you, it's like man, you don't probably know, but I've been paying attention anyway, yeah. and I know you got a story, you know. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's like like the show is is very. Um, you know, important to us, but it's like also important to the culture. It's important to the listeners, the people that tune in. Right. Um, and so we just want to make sure that we're giving, I always say it's about timing. Like, I don't want you to use that moment if you don't fully, if you can't fully take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. It's not about, it's not about us. It's never really been about us. And I don't think it ever will be at this point. Like, it's about, bro, like take advantage of what we're trying to provide. Right. So if you're approaching me, like I want it to be that moment for you. Like, mm-hmm. at least, you know, make it be a moment, you know what I mean? Right. And not just because you want to get on the show. Like, we could do a show whenever. That's, mm-hmm. not, that's, not, the, that's not the point. The point is creating a moment, you know, for, right. for, for you to uh, launch pad whatever it is you got going on. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, use it. We, uh, yeah. Cross promotion is important. Exactly, um, bro. Exactly. You know, like, I, I'm only interested in working with people or interviewing people who are interested in their own self-promotion. Mm. Because I know that if we do this thing and it means something... You're gonna promote this thing, yeah. You know what I mean, like. And I'm not looking for like you to generate numbers or anything like that, exactly. Yeah. But I do want to know that you're interested enough in the story that you told, exactly, and yeah. what you had to share, yeah. and put it out there to others. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because you believe in your own story and shit like that. That's real. Yeah. That's real. Um, okay, we only got probably like 10, 15 minutes left. I know we're dropping Keith crazy. He's got to get out of here. Um, he was like, "I'm good." Man. <laughs> um, Does he just do that just to do it? <laughs> he just throw it out there. Reese is like, he doesn't really mean that shit. He's like, "What the hell?" He's trying to get us the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you guys, and I know it's uh, I'm not making you the spokesperson for an entire community of people, but uh, I want to talk about bridging the gap between the African American community and the African community um, because there is a separation. For right? sure. For sure. I don't think that one should exist but yeah. i do think that culturally right there's a there's a difference yeah historically obviously there's a difference right yeah um what sure. do we need to do to to further strengthen relations and, and what can we do individually if you even have an answer for that man you know it's crazy that's crazy you brought that up because uh we were at an event at the ethiopian community center mm-hmm. and they were, they were touching on the same subject exactly you know, mm-hmm. we, like you know, an internal on discussion. panel yeah right like internal discussion because i think that's something that um we see 
but we don't really we kind of shy away from it. We don't address it like as right. as just a whole collective, you know. Mm-hmm. So well, I, I brought it up because um, I saw you guys at the Nipsey Vigil, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was a great intermingling of I hate that I don't even know the proper terms to put it. Yeah. I don't want to say African yeah. and African Americans, yeah, 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 yeah. but you know, like as we're best to understand it, yeah. that's what it would be, right? Yeah. But everybody was there and just in an outpouring of love. And it mm-hmm. has continued to be an outpouring of love yeah. for Nip. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um as he helped bridge the gap between our two communities. And again, yeah. it shouldn't even be a separation, but nah, I get that, it. But it's it's yeah, I think it's just um it's crazy because it's like two different uh it's just two different perspectives, you know, and that, that I'm glad you brought that up because that event was actually held or it was uh, kind of more so designed um, by the older generation, right? Mm-hmm. And and like that, the African, you know, uh, generation, the older one though. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, I was sitting there and we're talking about our experiences being first generation mm-hmm. and we're telling them like, yo, we identify as black, mm-hmm. right? Like there's no... Right. Like, we know where we come from, but we also know where we're at. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we grew up, we all grew up together in the right. same schools, all that shit. So, same culture, all that. So, but, like, for us being African, we had to try to convince our parents that, yo, like, we're we're no different. Right. They didn't understand that. But then to be at that event and hear their actual thoughts on it and how they w- were fully aware, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then they just didn't really know how to communicate and, like, coming into the country, they are more so, like, trying to just establish themselves right. as immigrants and like they don't have a manual on how to raise kids in America. So they had all that stuff they were working on as opposed to trying to integrate, you know? Right. And so I think part of it may have trickled down, but I don't know. I think I just hate how like, you know, cause me and him and, 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 and Benny, it's like, like, I don't, when you ask that question, I'm like, man, what's he talking about? I know what you're talking about, but it's like, can't be me, but I know that exists, right. you know? And it's like, right. It's tough, man, because you know you can't control people mm-hmm. at the same time. You know, yeah. all we can do is just try to, you know, lead by example. Well, my first thing is always just be respectful, yeah, um, of sure. someone else's culture, because there's yeah. a lot that we're going to learn exactly. from, like you said, yeah. first generation, right? Exactly. You're obviously privy to things that happen in your household that I would never experience. Exactly. So when I and I was talking about culture to my brother a couple of days ago, like when that, when someone of a different culture introduced me to something, it's not my job to combat that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, what am I arguing for? Yeah, I just exactly. need to learn and accept just whatever. Just learn. That, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. Observe, learn, respect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now I've been introduced to this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's a cultural experience that I've been able to share in. Um, but I think the, the difference is that we feel like we're not a part of. Mm. You know, And for so many of us, we can't track back our roots and we can't yeah. track back mm-hmm. our lineage. And yeah. so we don't know where we're from to be able to identify. Yeah, and we, we, need, to, we, need, we need to also understand that. I think it's, it's, it's like really what you touched on is really just the, the willingness to learn, bro. Like mm-hmm. some people just don't. Give a fuck. Some people just don't want to take that extra effort to learn. Willful ignorance. Right? Yeah. And willful ignorance. I like that. Right? But, well, I don't like that, but I like, I I like how you put it. <laughs> uh, but um, you know how it is, man. Like, we study that shit, you know? Right. Like, my uncle, who's a retrian, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, he handed me Michael, uh, Malcolm X's biography. Mm-hmm. He said, read that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's my favorite book. So, it's like... Yeah, my dad told me to read that, bro. You know what I mean? Okay. But it's like... Yeah. So, it's, it's very... Um, I don't know, man. It's just it's taking upon ourselves to learn the culture. That's what that's what I, that's what we told the parents, bro. It was like, yo, like y'all need to do your history, mm-hmm. you know, because we 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 were confronted with that. You know, you guys probably didn't really think it was important to know the backstory of what you now are identified as. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's important. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like it's important to understand the history because there's a whole shit. bunch of whys that you need to answer. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I think it just comes from a, a, a curiosity. Some people aren't curious because they're comfortable. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I get that. And I get so, that. Yeah. but to answer your question, I think the best way is to um, lead by example, man, you know, and um, I don't know, man. What, what, what suggestions do you have? Because I'm willing to try whatever, bro. I, I can I'm, only speak from the, the, the quote unquote African American standpoint. Yeah, and sure. I think that a, a big thing that we need to do is understand that there's really no difference between there is, uh, yeah. the two cultures. Yeah. You know, I think that um, just growing up, you know, and, and knowing that I've known a lot of uh, East African, um, you know, descendants coming over here. Um, we kicked it all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Time. There was really yeah, no yeah. difference. It's, it's the people of the older generations who usually have like the the biases and the yeah, prejudices and things like that. But like yeah. us growing up, going to elementary, middle school, high school, college, like exactly. we weren't discriminating against each other. I mean, yeah. you'll see that every so often, you know what I mean? But yeah. like understand, like for me, yeah. understand like I don't know what history to research. Yeah. But if you give me something, I can read into that as much as I possibly can mm-hmm. and again yeah. and gain a greater respect. But yeah. it's just accepting that guidance, accepting that that tutelage as to what is. Yeah. What is your culture? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to just label everything under Habesha because yeah. that could be completely incorrect. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And that yeah. label gets thrown up there a lot as well. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because I got homies, like like you said, bro, like we went to the same school, like damn near like our whole lives, you mm-hmm. know? And they're like my brothers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're like, you know, they're, they're, they're just like the same way I view like my, my Habesha homies and stuff and my cousins. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like. They're all in the same boat. So I'm like, damn, there's really no difference if you think about right. it. You know? you know what it is? And we fight in like the same battle. Of course. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's really no difference. To, you, know you know what's crazy though? I realize this too. I think on us, as far as our generation, I think a lot of kids growing up weren't willing to fight their parents for some of their friends. Oh, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I was the type of person like, I'll go I'll go toe to toe verbally exactly. with my moms or whatever mm-hmm. for my homies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever, whatever she may have thought of them. Mm-hmm. If I know that that's not them, I'm going to literally stand up for them every single time. And that's the thing as well, because I know, like, I've been in a couple of the homies' houses and, like, their parents were acting away. And I was like, yeah. I just won't come over no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and you were good, but it also makes me look at you differently yeah. because you're not even standing you're up for me. Yeah. But, but see, that speaks yeah. to, a, 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 like, a thing within, like, the African culture where there's, they're like, for some, I ask this question on Twitter a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are y'all still scared of your parents? Right. And you're damn about to approach 30 years old. You're right. still scared of your parents? Like, right. like, you know what I'm saying? Why are you. Why are you scared to communicate with them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a small handful of people within our culture that are able to have that type of open dialogue with their parents. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Don't get it twisted. I'm sure it's you know not, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I was seen as like, oh, you're you're too rebellious or, you know, whatever the case is. But I was like, I was trying to get them to see what I saw. Right. You feel me? I'm like, yo, don't judge my homie. That's one thing I hated the most was like, my parents ever tried to judge one of my friends, bro? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna beef like we're gonna argue. If, if you judge them as an individual, like that kid's bad. Yeah, because I'm like, thing. yo, and I yeah. used to, that little nigga's bad. Don't yeah, make you know the line. The line I used to piss my mom off the most. I was like, well, you raised me, uh, so you think I'd be kicking it with? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then she whooped my ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, but it was yeah. really eye opening to me, like um, having been involved like romantically with you know a, a young lady, yeah. and then realizing that like you know I'm not gonna be allowed in her home. Mm. And it's like I remember yeah. one day like she told me like she there was like a dude that she was like. Supposed to get married to it, like you know, they were they always broke up and they were back together and all that type of stuff. And like in the intro, me and her would like mess around. And I remember one day she told me she was like, you know, I'll never be able to bring you home. And I'm like, we could do everything under the sun, but you you can't bring me to your parents. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a it's a two way. Come on, G. You yeah. know, you know what I mean? And some just, some parents are open. Like my brother, my my older brother, his his uh, his wife is is Colombian. Oh, where? My mom's hella cool. Like you know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. She don't care. She don't right. care. Like she sees past all that shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's some parents who are just like they ingrained that, and the kids are just so like I don't know, man. They're like shackled. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Verbally shackled, bro. They like they can't speak for themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a problem. It's like, yo, like you got to be able to have dialogue. Yeah. At some point. Like, I think we, it's, it's hard convincing the older generation, any older generation. Any older, right? yeah. It's, um, it's, to it's, have yeah, a conversation definitely. about race culture. I mean, and, there, and again, there's, there's whys with them as well, right? Like, there, there's reasons as to why. Like, yeah. I, I understood why um, for a while my dad didn't want us to be with any white folks. I, I got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, then my sisters got married to white dudes and it was just like, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we know why go home? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, I, but I understood it, you know what I mean? Because, like, culturally, like, my dad's from Indiana. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's a, just a no-no there as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it could come with a death sentence possibly mm. at yeah. some point. It's just, yeah. just a different experience. Yeah, exactly. So I, I can't question you know the validity of your experience. Yeah. I can say that it's a new day and age. You mm. know what I mean? Which, you, again, was obvious when I, my my sister brought home this white dude she was engaged to. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. That's different. It challenges the status quo. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, do you think, because um, I said this, I said this at the event too. I was like... Uh, I think we're way more related through our experiences than we are through anything else. Absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. like I was saying, like I, I, you might have people who are blood relatives that you cannot relate to for shit. Yeah. Because they may have grew up over here and you grew up over here. Yeah. But that person who you grew up with, you guys feel very that's related. That's your partner. That's you the feel person very that you related. went through the fire with. And yeah. I think that's why I think experiences make us a lot more relatable than mm-hmm. anything else, right? So whether it's skin color, whatever the case is, it's like, yo, sometimes you got to look at the experience too, mm-hmm. right? So if you're a- if you're asking yourself, oh, why is that? Why are these all these white women taking our black men? Maybe Ooh, that a, maybe that black that's a question. <laughs> maybe that black guy grew up with only white people. Yeah, maybe that's all he knows. That's right. all my he experienced. Brother, you feel what I'm saying? So my it's like, with a white girl now. I think they just got engaged. But but like he but, grew up in Spanaway. It's different. Yeah, but it's like don't don't just attack him. Right. Think, Ask questions. Use your head. Think to think about maybe what what that person may have experienced up until this point in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If someone if I grew up around all Asian women my whole entire life, and then but because I'm black, you think I'm supposed to be dating a black woman, and I don't. You should ask yourself, how did he grow up? Right. Like what was what, his, what, what, his what was his yeah. experience? Yeah, because that's like dog. You're telling me I you're telling me to live in a world I have no idea of. Right. You see what I'm and saying? That ain't not being authentic. And that's yourself. not fair. That's not fair to that person. I think. So I yeah, think. No, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I just think we need to do a better job of like, you know, using our brains, bro. Critical, <laughs> like, you critical know, thinking, thinking, bro. Yeah, like, it's on the SAT. Some yeah. people. Do that. <laughs> I'm just I'm really against the whole cancel culture shit, and I think that's that feeds into like the. Oh, man, uh, inability, to, inability to think. You know, that's original thought. Mm-hmm. Cancel culture. Oh man, that's a. <laughs> we need to do a separate podcast. Create a whole podcast for that shit. Because yeah. I'm, I'm about to make T-shirts. By the way, the what you're canceling? Cancel culture. It's gonna say cancel cancel culture. That's tight. Yep. I just gave you the thing for. Daniel, I ain't even gonna. Say, I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't even gonna. I ain't even gonna. No, I got a design right here. On my you phone. see? You see? I just gave him the shit. No, he, he think I'm playing. <laughs> I'm I literally designed this shit. I'm gonna show you. But look, I ain't even selling this shit either. He's gonna have a one of one. I'm gonna have a conversation with each person, and I'm be like, "How do you feel about this topic?" And then how they respond is whether or not they're gonna get a shirt or not. Oh, that's tight. I like that. I just made that up. Okay. You got the one? <laughs> oh, that's tight. Yeah. yeah, I fuck with that. I need a shirt off top. Yep. Because I'm with you. Yeah. Because I don't think. Because I think that honestly, everybody's entitled to their own opinions. And shit. I think cancel culture has become such a thing where you just throw anything into the cancel culture box, right? Like cancel that, cancel the mm-hmm. thing, the Dave Chappelle shit. It's dismissive. <sighs> It doesn't require you to think about shit. Nothing. And yeah. and what it does is it's like, so you know how like they say uh, baseball is a game of numbers, right? So people can just look at like fantasy baseball and just mm-hmm. buy the numbers. You can put together a really successful team. Yeah. You know what the money ball was about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit like that, right? Like you can just, I've seen somebody break down like the, um, 
uh, what's it called? Somebody's looking at the Chappelle uh, comedy special. Yeah. And they looked at just the, um, what is it? They, it was transcribed. Okay. Mm. So they looked at they looked at that, and they based their opinion. Based off the transcription? Based off the transcription. Wow. And I was like, but stand-up comedy is a performance art. So you got to exactly. be there and send to hear it, to take it in. Yeah. But you looked at just the words. Yeah. And you looked at it from a literal standpoint. Like, bro, yep. the thing is, like, you didn't have any satire. All about delivery, all that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, but they like, were like, "Oh, he said these things." It's an art form. Yeah. Like, come on, Jay. it's like, bro, it's 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 an art form. It's no different yeah. than someone putting out an album. And not to say that it wasn't insensitive. You know what I mean? Because it was. And I think it was. Yeah. Like, I think it was that way on purpose. Yeah. But you looked at just the words, fam. Exactly. You didn't even look at nothing else, and yeah. that's what you would tell like, shit to. Mm-hmm. Comedy's different too. Comedy is a space yeah. where like, and I think comedy is being. Uh, I think comedy now is more defensive than anything. I think people oh, yeah. are people because and shit. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I think it's. I think they're defending the art form by doing outlandish shit and saying outlandish oh, shit. Oh, got you. Got I you. think mm. because cancel culture is such a thing. I people. I think people are being like, you know what? Fuck these people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say whatever the fuck I want, and now it's. Oh, I thought it was a book. It's getting more outlandish because, you know, yeah. the cancel culture exists. You know, I think cancel culture really just stems from a lack of context at the end of the day. Like, the people who are canceling people probably haven't done no research. Well, not just that, but it's also people are seeking to be offended. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like, you want to be offended. <laughs> exactly. Like, you want yeah. someone to bother you so you can pipe up and say a thing. Yeah. But, like, the people that they're canceling, they don't even care about. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my point though. Like, you don't like, care about who like, the person is or what they're even saying. Mm-hmm. You just want to be you so, just want to be triggered. So like, to have exactly. a voice. But to but to cancel someone, you had to at least at some point like ha- accepted them or like you know been a fan Maybe, to like to, to 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 determine like this person like how can you cancel someone you don't know you've never knew about because you like you said groupthink right you yeah, jump exactly. on the bandwagon no no you can jump I'm saying like just as an individual how can you say this person is canceled when you don't really care for this person but like, that's what I'm saying like it doesn't really. Mean My, nothing. It doesn't mean shit. But that's what I'm saying, bro. It doesn't like, really mean nothing. But because everyone else has gotten along and said this thing. Yeah. So you just jumped on that bandwagon too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's gaining steam. And you know you have a voice. And you know people look to yeah. you for certain shit. So you just said that with no research, yeah. with no context, with no nothing. The the person I like, the can't the people that I respect mm-hmm. are the ones that are actual fans. And it's like, oh, fuck, man. Not I like this guy. That's how I feel about Kanye. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love yeah, Kanye, man, bro. But see, that's for the thing. Real. Like, and then you you realize like then you'll start then you start finding the context within that. If someone's a real fan, you'll start realizing like what about it makes you want to cancel it. And then that's how you know how like how much they actually care about this person. Yeah. How attached they really are to the issue. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like as opposed to like, oh well everybody else canceling them. Yeah, none of last week. Everybody else, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I I stood up for Kanye for so long. For hella. But I understood yeah. the shit. What, that he all right, was what doing did he that. do specifically that made you say he's canceled? Is it is it the optics or is it? No, no, okay. no, no. It okay. was. Um, I mean, it was. It was a continuation of shit. Like it was okay. first. Mm-hmm. It was first. It was. Um, I didn't even get mad at the hotel with Swift shit. I mean, I was mad that he acted out that way, but I wasn't mad at what he said. And then I got. I was a little bit bothered by the whole Kim Kardashian thing because I was like, man, your whole career, or at least the beginning of your career, was excuse me, dedicated to this this one black woman. You even put in a song that you were going to marry her. I mean, I know people break up and things like that, but yeah. then you started like putting white women on a pedestal. You look at like the album cover for uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy, right? And he just had white models. And then even in the videos, yeah. you're just starting to have white models. It's like, you're praising whiteness. It seems like you just want to be accepted by white society. And then all the interviews that he was given about being accepted by the fashion industry, and yeah. he's comparing himself to like all these white moguls and like these people of the past. He started, you know, uh, Walt Disney and Steve Jobs and yeah. all this. It's like, but you're just, it, it seems like you're just seeking to be accepted by white society. But you know, I think, I, I agree with you. I think he, 
I, I guess it's individual. Like it's, it's subjective. Mm-hmm. I think people's opinions on him are subjective. You know, and uh, it, it for me, Kanye got me through a lot of moments, and man, like he bro, was like, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And so it's for you to go as far as to say on the the telecast, you know, like George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah. It seems like you turned your back on these same people. Not turned your back on, but you're seeking acceptance I from I don't really, I, just, I don't really think he's changed. When people talk about like, uh, uh, where's old Kanye or I need old Kanye. I don't think he changed either. I think he's the same person. I think he's, um, I mean, I think he's evolving in a way that's probably not what people may have thought. You know, like they probably didn't see. Nobody projected this. Yeah, no way, bro. But, but at the same time, it's like, like, here's my thing. Like, R. Kelly's fucking canceled, right? In okay. my opinion. Like he's done, right? But Kanye is like, what? What did Kanye really do? I didn't cancel him. No, I, I, just, know, I know, yeah, I know. But there's people for the people that did. It's like, well, the whole, what, what, the what whole did, fucking uh, what you call it thing? Man? I, I know the what president, he said. The Trump shit. Yeah. So, so, but my thing is like, what did he do that really hurt you? You know what I'm saying? For the people that were really hurt by it, it's like all he really did was just give his opinion on something. And what, and then like I, I'm I'm not I'm not like defending him. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to like analyze the situation. Well, for me, it seemed like he was pandering. Yeah, that I, was it. Didn't hurt me. I, I was th- just I like, think he I'm was experiment. I think he was very experimental with sensitive shit. I, I That's think, what it seemed like. I think he was pandering to a particular demographic. For what reason, I don't know. But it just seemed like as he progressed into the fashion industry, and then him wanting to have a, it seemed like he was attention starved. Yeah. From no, he he has a he has a uh, a trend yeah. of like he'll. Like I, I actually, do you listen to the Dissect podcast? Yeah, of course. Okay, did you listen to Kanye? Of course, one? Okay, absolutely. so you know, like he has this thing where he'll put himself in a situation where it's like he needs to redeem himself. Yep. So that was the whole story arc. Of, yeah. of the Dissect. So team. he'll put himself in a situation where everybody's like, "Fuck this guy," and he's like, "All right, let's see if I can come out of this," and he'll do it but again. But you can't do keep again. doing that. No, though. that's what I'm saying, and I think yeah. he's being sensitive. He's being experimental with the sensitive shit. Right. But I don't truly believe that his intentions are like. I, I think he's very good intended. I just think he's 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 doing it his way, and he doesn't care. Like he's never really cared about how people felt. But there's a point where that's irresponsible to yeah, continue but, to put yourself in it. Because I know that I'm a person that says yeah. I don't care a lot. It doesn't bother me. Is what I'm saying. It, it doesn't bother he me. He bothers me because of the faith that I have placed in him, and that's my own fault. There you right? go. See, there you yeah, go. So absolutely. you can you yeah. can admit that. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. can't. Kanye was, I'm not going to say he was a savior, but he was definitely yeah. a source of inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was I was thinking that the whole time. Yeah. I was like, bro, the way he came in the game, I was like, dog, he's about to be like yeah. a crucial He was such savior, an inspiration you know what I mean? for everybody because he was the underdog story. Exactly. He was the person that had, Is you know, he, But like, he's still alive. He talked about breathing. real shit. Of course, like, but now he's he, a different he, person than he was before. Like you said, he evolved. He has, but like nobody's perfect too. So what if he was to like, what has he done that's really hurt people? Is what I'm saying. Like, oh, I don't know about hurting people. Like, guess what I'm saying. Like that, that, that I don't know. But like, I'm not claiming not that bad, he hurt me. I don't think he's a bad person. I don't think he's a bad person either. So I think, so I think he's just pandering to uh, him doing this gospel album now. Kanye should have been to the gospel album, yeah. in my opinion. I saw a tweet that said, "I think his whole career has been leading up to him becoming a pastor." And Fuck like, out of here. I'm <laughs> we gotta, we gotta wrap up. I know. <laughs> That's the best way to Fuck end the Kanye yeah, conversation, bro. right there. I always wanted, I always wanted a Kanye gospel album. I always, I always wanted a Kanye gospel album. I always wanted a DMX gospel album. That's the two artists bro, that I always he's wanted. gonna give us that. He had DMX come to the Sunday service. It's not the same you wouldn't attend the no Sunday more. service. I absolutely would attend okay, the Sunday there service. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Because right. the music is, is still good. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. I don't know the man yeah. personally, man, but... I don't know either. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not saying that he's this or he's that. Yeah. I'm just saying he disappointed me because the expectation that my, I had. My message is like, stop putting so much faith yeah. in one person to like carry our culture. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like it was yeah. almost like he he like made a promise he didn't keep. 
like the way kinda. he came in the game. Kinda, you know what I mean? It's kind of like that feeling. You know maybe what I mean? we maybe we put that promise on him when he didn't have Man. it. Nah, 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 you, know, you don't just come in the game like that. Not with music. I sound like a true Kanye stand right now. Well, with you, but you can say that with like sports because they're not as vocal a lot of times in with their message. But with music, it's the complete opposite. Yeah, because. Your whole career is vocal. That's facts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're putting yourself into the music. And when you make it that personal, that's facts. Like, we all wrote with, with Ye through everything he was going yeah. through. Like, even you think about the song Roses, right? Where he's talking yeah. about his grandma. Like, we all felt yeah. that pain. Yeah. When his mom passed away, we all yeah. felt that yeah. pain. Yeah, we all you know felt what that. Mean? Yeah. We, we, we definitely have empathy for sure. Absolutely. And then when he did Edwards and Heartbreaks, so we were like, yo, we defended the music. It's yeah. different, but his mom passed away. G, yeah, like, you're not going to tell that nigga nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. then. I, I just think, just accept him for what he is. He's an artist. You, you know have to. I mean? You until, have to accept them. Like until they show you that they can be more than just an artist, right? Like until they show you, like they can be like a like a Nipsey who's like, yo, I ain't just a rapper. I'm doing. But that's what people do. Don't in don't music. put them in that light until they when, show you that. Fam, shit. when Kanye starts talking about yeah. on Watch the Throne about how many deaths they had in Chicago, yeah. I'm like, what? Do no, you no, do I'm, to I'm, I'm saying like in, in real life demonstration. Yeah. I, th- I think I think us as well, fans. No, Kanye to- started a whole festival in the in the city of Chicago to give underprivileged youth jobs. That is the work that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that is demonstrably what you're doing. Yeah. I fuck with that. That's you making a change about the things you spoke about. Yeah. When you go against the messages that you preached, now we're talking about, now that's, that's where the issue comes in. Yeah. When you start to be a contradiction to your own message, that's where yeah. the issue comes in. I I'm not just saying that just because. No, I feel it. I like, I like, that, pe- I like that you're holding them accountable. Yeah. I think you can hold them accountable. And not cancel them at the same time. Oh, I did not cancel it, but yeah. I just, you know. Yeah. No, I feel you on that. Taking a Kanye hiatus. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's all. I feel you like it up. I feel like it's like very hard to just completely cancel him. Yeah, because you, hold you still feel like you're like, bro, he's in there somewhere. Yeah. Like yeah, there, you, you know that, that he's Kanye in there. Your first five yeah. albums are the greatest five album stretch in musical history. Yeah. Hey. Seriously. I I've, I've said that all the time. I agree. All right, we got to get the fuck out of here. Man, thank you for having us, bro. Yes, thank you for Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for having us. Shout out to you. Um, for you know, for building your platform, oh, man, you know what I'm you. saying for demonstrating. I think um, I love seeing people demonstrate, man, and I love seeing people do shit. And uh, you're very supportive. You've always been supportive of us, man. Um, we definitely got to have you on the show as well. We got to hear the Reese story for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a wild one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I appreciate it. Um, thank you guys for making time. I know yes, it was sir. a late night. Oh man, man we love this, bro. Come on, yeah. bro. I love it. You know, this, this, this should be out in the morning. I love the so, game. I love the hustle. I love, hey, come on, man. <laughs> so, hey, when the ball playing niggas, you know, like murder, I might man. go. I might go watch that tonight as I cook up the artwork for this. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> yeah, man. But nah, man. Shout out to shout out to the re show. Shout yeah. out to everybody. Shout out to Keith right yeah, here. Shout man. out Keith. Yeah, man. We got Keith here hella late. Keith ain't here this late. We got many of them in the building. Snapping away too. Shout out to bro. He just learned some Japanese. That's tight. Yes, sir. This guy wearing Jack Paul romance. He gonna use that to death now I, know, I right? promise you yeah. like damn you wore that jacket seven days in a row <laughs> <laughs> hey you guys about to pop up to all the parties and shit hey girl you know this is romance <laughs> like, hey, we gotta hey, get him the, the like, yellow bro, slacks here, huh? here he oh goes. you gotta get yellow slacks he he get get yellow flaming <laughs> yeah hey Macy's brother they got <laughs> alright man it's uh, episode 46 of the Reese show I appreciate you gentlemen yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank, thank you, you so much for coming show, out man. and we are out yes sir tap in <laughs>